I told you all. What did I tell you? Oh, but everybody thinks Mouth is crazy. Oh, you should be thrown out of the lead. Get Trevor Simeon in here immediately. Oh my God. Well, early on, it looked like it. It looked oh. like we were we were dead early on. Oh, but you weren't, because the kid found another gear. You know when it... it, it I, I don't understand. And this is the most mind-boggling part of the Zach Wilson journey for the New York Jets. By the way, this is the mouth of the South, John Schiavone. That is the beast that used Jonathan Perriente. This is downtown sports. This is where sports come home. Welcome to a special Digital Market Battles edition covering week four of the NFL for the New York teams www.digitalmarketbattles.com get your discovery call done today holy crap yeah zach wilson looked like a competent quarterback and daniel jones looked like zach wilson who knew we'd be talking about two different teams who both lost a game but we'd be talking positively about a loss compared to talking negatively negatively about another isn't that crazy well, no, here's what else is crazy. Uh, the fact that Zach Wilson won you the first game of the damn year on his own. And, um, you know, nobody talked about how great that victory was. Jet Nation was crying in horror. And now that you've lost, I mean, legitimately lost a game to the Kansas City Chiefs, which was lost by Zach Wilson fumbling the football away at the end of the game. You know, just to give that little nice kick in the butt of, yep, he's still Zach Wilson. There were but, eight, but, 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 I don't want to, by the way, I don't want to hear about penalties. There were seven and a half minutes left. Would you have thought that was going to be the last possession the Jets would have the football? Um, Andy Reid has done that to how many teams, though? Like, if this were the freaking Falcons that did this to the Jets, maybe then. By the way, Jet fans, I know we're upset. And Kansas City Chief haters, I know you're upset. And the people that aren't Swifties, I, I know you're upset. Travis Kelsey was pissed off even after the win. You know, he felt the Chiefs slacked a little bit. Now, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I don't want to see another friggin' meme on the internet saying that the game was scripted this is how the NFL scripts games. This is how you know it can't possibly be that the game is for real because all of a sudden when they realized that Patrick Mahomes was about to lose on Monday night to the New York Jets. Let me just repeat that. Patrick Mahomes was about to lose on Monday night to the New York Jets. All of a sudden we saw penalty after penalty after penalty after flag after flag after th flag being thrown. I get it. I get it. I get the frustration. But I'll give you two things here. Number one, if you don't think that they were going to give Patrick Mahomes favorable calls on the field, you're insane. Pat Mahomes will get favorable calls from referees all the time. He's getting the new because... Brady calls. He's going to get the Brady calls now. He's the new Brady with getting these favorable calls. The new Brady? Nah, he ain't the new Brady. He's he's Pat Mahomes. Like, this is a completely different beast here. Tom Brady is the great... Right now, he is the greatest quarterback in history. I think he is the greatest pocket passer in history, and that will always be what he is. For Brady, fine. If Pat Mahomes keeps going the way he's going, he's going to be the best quarterback in history, mainly due to his mobility and his legs. But 
Of course he's going to get those calls. Just like he's not going to get MVP votes every year because he's never the league is going to let him win the MVP every single season. I'll give him this. Pat Mahomes is actually making it work with the little playmaking on this team that he has. Besides Kelsey, besides Kelsey, you don't have a breakaway wide receiver like you had when you had Tyreek Hill. You don't have to get Kadarius Tony to catch the football. You got it there. I heard a very interesting note today. I was listening to the a bit of first uh, a first take this morning, you know, with Shannon oh. Shore and Dan Orlovsky. Oh, I know. oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. I, I, I just want to get to the point of this very quick. No, Go not, for it, gonna, because it, 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 I want to hear what they have to say, because last week, oh, I'm, I'm going to I have receipts coming. Both had very different sides of the argument. Yeah, yeah. Dan Orlovsky saying, you know, that was Zach's best game. You know, Shannon Sharp being the devil's advocate here. Okay. The point of the matter was he brought up the Chiefs very, you know, before they even brought up the Jets, they brought up Kansas City. Should there be concerns? Well, the receivers Pat Mahomes has are not breakaway receivers, as I just said. They're more of what he called scheme receivers, and they just fit Andy Reid's scheme. You know, you'll make a little pass there. Maybe you'll make a little short pass there. The Chiefs cannot play quite that bomb the ball down the field like they used to have when Tyreek Hill was here. When Tyreek Hill was here, you drew two defenders to him. You left Travis Kelsey wide open. You put people on Kelsey, you leave Tyreek Hill wide open. And it opens up the field for every other receiver around. And once again, another team that didn't need DeAndre Hopkins. Nah, not whatsoever. The Chiefs didn't need him at all. Absolutely. Well, Neither did the Jets. The Jets didn't need him either. Jets already had Garrett Neither Wilson. Did, Jets already had Garrett the Giants. Wilson. Oh, God, the Giants definitely don't need we'll DeAndre Hopkins at all. But, all right. What I'm looking at now with the Jets, and I, I'm going to say it in this way possible, I hope this is the game. I and I, our, our, our man, Uncle Ian, is still reserving his judgment after watching Zach Wilson's breakout performance Monday night, or Sunday night. This isn't the first time he's played well against a good defense. Here's the thing with Zach Wilson that a lot of people seem to forget. Mm-hmm. He plays up to his competition. Yes. He's always done that. Unless it's in the division, he's played up to... Well, I'm sorry, I don't... It almost sounds like a sin to say Buffalo is in the same division as the Jets because it's like it, it feels like not even a division rivalry. Like you know why Zach the Wilson Jets and the Bills well. never had beef with each other. You like, know why Zach Wilson played well? Because finally, I hope this is the start of something. Nathaniel Hackett let told Zach, let it rip. Be Zach Wilson. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers was there too. I understand that. Aaron Rodgers. Why couldn't he be okay? I have a question. Nathaniel Hackett finally told Zach Wilson to be Zach Wilson, right? Zach said even after the game. Why didn't Nathaniel Hackett say that from week effing one? He had this guy trying to be a pocket passer. You also heard Zach Wilson mention building trust with Nathaniel Hackett. Maybe now that trust is finally starting to happen. It doesn't happen in week one. Maybe it happens a couple weeks down the line. Who knows? Maybe he wasn't comfortable in his system. Who knows? Obviously, he wasn't comfortable in his system. A lot of quarterbacks aren't comfortable in his system except for one. Okay, that's Aaron Rodgers. All right. Obviously, Russell Wilson didn't be- didn't benefit from Hackett's system. Clearly, he didn't. Maybe because and he's not what kind of quarterback system. was Russell Wilson? A mobile quarterback that could make things happen in and outside the pocket. A quarterback with elusiveness that has legs when when needed, not all the time, but when needed. What was Aaron Rodgers? A quarterback that could operate in the pocket, has elusiveness, can operate outside the pocket, throw on the run, and has legs when needed, not as a main weapon, but when needed. What is Zach Wilson? 
a quarterback who could throw on the run, who has elusiveness in the pocket and elusiveness outside the pocket, whose legs could possibly be his main weapon, but has a cannon of an arm. Two of the uh, uh, don't these three quarterbacks sound like the same person, at least yeah. the same skill set. But I look at it this way. Hackett failed Wilson, with two of them. Was Zach Wilson just caving to pressure all the time? Maybe because like the pressure was getting to him from the fans. Because like what was um? there's a common. No, I think somehow, some way, Aaron Rodgers has figured out how to get through to this kid. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there. they're taking darkness. Like I said, over the summer, they're going to be taking darkness retreats, making cookies. I don't care what Aaron is doing. But the second Rodgers comes back in the building, Zach wakes up. Second, he comes back in the building. Zach Wilson looks like he did in preseason. Yeah. Except he did it against the top 10 defense. But that's what frustrates me. Why does it have to take Aaron Rodgers being here to get Zach Wilson to play well? Why can't Zach? Because Wilson somebody has to translate Nathaniel Hackett's bullshit. You know, Rodgers and Zach talk all week, even when he wasn't there. That doesn't matter. Do you know what really matters here? The fact that Nathaniel Hackett is making calls to Zach Wilson on the field. And yeah, he does have a couple of audible choices to make, but generally Wilson is going to do what his offensive coordinator tells him. Aaron Rodgers is now there in the box looking at the defense and what it's going to do. So him and his infinite wisdom and game experience of being an MVP two years in a row. And come on, everybody knows who Aaron Rodgers is. As much as I don't like his eccentric, weird ass, everybody knows he's a good quarterback. Imagine after Nathaniel Hackett's voice, you have the voice of God. When I say the voice of God, I mean the voice of Aaron telling you, do this audible, pull this guard out this way. Look at the defense. Look, do you see this? This is what you do. He's in Wilson's ear. Mm-hmm. Think of Zach Wilson as Aaron Rodgers' avatar for the rest of the season. Okay, this would be as if uh, Aaron Rodgers was playing Madden on All Madden difficulty. Well, it helps because Hackett's never. I just looked at Hackett's stats. He's never actually played as a, the foot game of football as a player. He's only coached, so he never was a, a running back. He was never a quarterback. And yet he's an offensive coordinator. And like I said, somebody on the planet Earth had to figure out a way to translate Nathaniel Hackett's bullcrap. Because Russell Wilson didn't understand what the hell Nathaniel Hackett's bullcrap was. Rodgers has a good acumen for the position, and there's no better person you'd want to learn from than that, of course. Russell Wilson had a damn good acumen of the quarterback position. He had a damn good acumen until freaking Nathaniel Hackett showed up. Well, he shouldn't have left Pete Carroll. He shouldn't have left Pete Carroll's side then. Well, now he's got Sean Payton and the one. And let me tell you something. Russell Wilson is the only reason to watch the Broncos nowadays. They're um, lucky they even squeaked out a win last week. They're lucky. And they that was only because out. of Russ. And that's who Zach's got to face next. It's the battle of the Wilsons. Zach versus Russ. Well, if the Jets don't win that game. Oh, they have to win this game. All the credit that they got from this wonderful feel-good loss. By the way, even Joe LOSS finally- is still LOSS. You're still one in three. You still have the maybe the 20th best starting quarterback in the NFL at best. And you have Trevor Simeon, a guy who can't stay healthy at all or has horrible calamity happen to him after horrible calamity. 
It's not even his fault. The last time he lost a starting job, he lost it because the Chargers doctor pierced his lung or something. Well, you know, you had a you had another quarterback that had a similar problem. That's why Justin Herbert uh, kind of went in there because, uh, yeah, you remember also that moment with the remember when Justin Herbert got thrown into the starting role, never yeah. looked back. Same thing happened. Uh, he's wishing he did. But anyway, the point of the matter is this. Last night was really a call to shut the fans up that thought Zach Wilson was finished and he didn't belong. Zach Wilson, for at least one night, and I'm only basing it on one night, outperformed Holmes. 28 of 39 for 245 yards, two touchdowns, and did not throw a pick. Okay, he had the one fumble. Who would have thought the that was the last ball the, the Jets would have? If you really take away that fumble, Zach played a pretty clean game. Yeah, it was almost perfect. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. No one had ever outperformed Patrick Mahomes since he's been in this league in 127. Nobody has coached this kid properly. And I've said this from day one of Zach Wilson being drafted. Who did he I have? Said you can't start this kid immediately. Who did he have for the three years he's been here? Who no did one. He have? No one. This is year three. Oh, he has to show me something. And by the way, Jet fans who are so impatient that it's unreal. Everybody who's saying, everybody who's saying, oh, it's year three. He should have shown me something by now. Well, it took the Giants four years to figure out that Daniel Jones was uh, a quarterback that they could sign. I guess take a little time. Eli Manning took a few years to get to become the great quarterback he was. Right. You know what, though? Daniel Jones. Alex Smith took six years to get right. Okay. Alex Smith six years. Now, can I? Can I, I? I have to pivot here because all of New York, who's been killing Zach Wilson, is now saying, "Oh, you know, this is what Zach Wilson could be. He could be a star now." Blah 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 blah. Like we all didn't forget what you all said last week. It was a common consensus on every radio station, every newspaper, every Joe internet. Namath article. Crow last week. Even Joe Namath ate a little crow for his comments. Yeah, but here's the thing. Who were the only two people that were telling you the truth about this kid? That would be us. And now we got to tell you the truth about something else. You know, John, it took me how long last year to believe in Daniel Jones and how much did it take you convincing me to do it to believe in this kid? A couple, you know, last year I thought was finally that breakout for him. I thought that was and then I and, and you pulled me onto your side and I actually started to believe in this kid. I did. I did. But I always had a little bit of an inkling, but you'd always talk me out of it. I'd say, nah, John, he's fine. Well, last year. You're night, full of crap. Monday night, he laid a, he laid a, an egg, a, a goose egg. Unfortunately. He is the worst starter in the NFL today. And here I thought we'd be saying Zach Wilson was the worst. Wow. Well, it looks like turn. we're pl- it looks like we're playing freaking hot potato with who's the crappiest quarterback and which team does he start for? By the way, the answer's New York. Well, it also didn't help. You didn't have Barkley, you know, he was hurt. Your whole sense. line is hurt. Guess what? Daniel Jones is supposed to be a dual threat quarterback who could run and throw. Yeah. He couldn't run, and he threw a freaking pick. When the yeah, Giants but- when the Giants had the opportunity to get back in the game and actually maybe even take control of the damn game, they had just gotten a great play on defense. The defense finally got right. And damn you, if you were going to lose this game, why couldn't you let Kenneth Walker run for a million yards? 
But no, well, he no, ran no, for no, 79 no. on 17 carries and he got you a touchdown. So I don't know what you're. Yeah, I know. About. But all this, all this uh, bull. And by the way, there's no commercials in a DMB, so it's uh, it could be uncensored. All this bullshit that has been going on with Zach Wilson and, oh, is he going to be the starter? Is he not going to be the starter? Guess what? It's blinded everybody to how terrible the New York Giants are. Daniel Jones got sacked 10 fucking times. 10. Yeah. Ten. His entire O-line is hurt. All the kids okay. that Joe Shane has drafted to this O-line have been garbage. He's and it's two sad, drafts. Minus the two picks. Daniel Jones was 27 of 34 minus the two interceptions. But the two interceptions were big. One got so was that fumble. And one got returned for a touchdown. Yes, I know. I know. But he but whenever Jones got to the position to score, first off, I don't know what Dable was thinking going for it on fourth down on the first drive of the game. Get some effing points. Your team has been starved for points. Maybe he you couldn't freaking score. Yet now this is the time you're gonna go get a touchdown on the first drive. Maybe he wanted to change things a little bit. Maybe he wanted to wake the team uh, up. Maybe yeah, you know how you want to change something? Score points on the first freaking drive. Unlike what you've done all year long. You know how many points the Giants have scored in the two games they've played at the Meadowlands up to this point? And this is gonna really shock the world a little bit here. Okay. They've been outscored sixty-four to three. 64 to fucking three. And you could have gotten at least three more points. Oh, the Giants could have had six after that first quarter. But no, you see, but then they went on and sort of gave you a little hope. Giants are then they kept putting themselves in situations. Seattle had a drive that started on their seven yard line. The defense looked better, but then <sighs> Okiaki, this guy, missed the easiest tackle on the world in the world on that fifty-seven yard pass play to no effect that went right up the field, and it, it, apparently this guy must have uh, greased himself with butter because. Nobody could tackle him. Hands just rubbed off the guy and just unbelievable. Then I, I another thing for the defense I don't like. They're okay key when he makes tackles is overly demonstrative, but he also makes a lot of mistakes. Uh, Leonard Williams up the middle getting that penalty That's when the touchdown was already scored. That's lack of discipline. And there were a lot of. There were a lot of flags in this Giants Seahawks game that was kind of at times a little ridiculous too. But we're not going to blame the flags for all of it, unfortunately. No, you can't blame the flags. The by the way, you can't blame the offensive line the either. You know the Seahawks have never lost at the Meadowlands. By the way, you know they've never lost playing the Giants in the Meadowlands. By the way, Geno Smith must have felt real freaking good, particularly when he got hurt. Although he almost got himself back. thrown out. He got hurt during the game and had it and came back, but he was pissed at the Giants defense for how they were tackling him. Oh yeah, he was pissed. I'd be and I love the, the, the remember Wink Markdale before the week. Mm-hmm. He had the nerve to say, count how many missed tackles. There were two that I counted and they were very freaking important. And they were on one play. Guess six, what six. happened to that one play? Pick six. No, not even the no, that's not the pick six. That's the pick six. No. That's when you couldn't tackle Noah Fant when he got a 57 yard freaking completion. One, yeah, that was terrible. No, that was pretty terrible. Two yeah. missed tackles, and 
Okay, Okieki. I I think that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, I I apologize to this jerk who dances and celebrates after every tackle, but misses the most important one he needed to get in the game. Yeah, I'm seeing I seeing I pronounce this name right. Oh, would you look at look who the Giants got back to the practice squad? You'll never guess who came back to their O line. Someone you once uh, talked about on Fantasy Phenom many years ago. No, Justin Pugh is back well get him up here get him here now i don't care how crap he was the last two on the practice squad he's on the practice squad get him up here anyone would be better than this oh you know oh the giants o-line is the worst i've ever seen and now i'm reading a note that uh now anthony thomas is hurt I'm reading something that one of the former Giants coaches had to say about Daniel Jones. Uh, you remember Mr. McAdoo, don't we? Oh, McAderp? Okay. That uh, I never saw it with Daniel Jones. I do evaluations every draft, and he graded as a seventh-rounder for me in 2019. That's how we viewed Daniel Jones, did, did Mr. McAdoo. He also viewed Geno Smith as better than Eli Manning, so I really don't care oh. what this guy thinks. In a way, Geno panned out at least. At least Geno resurrected his career. At least Geno finally... Show oh yeah, but Eli Manning didn't. Uh, but Eli Manning wasn't was was. I'm sorry. At that point in time, there was no way Geno Smith was a better starting option than Eli Manning. Eli, that, was that, that's just off. crazy talk. Eli was tailing off his receivers. He wasn't tailing off that bad. He was throwing interceptions like back to when he first came up. Is uh. You but know. that's because Ben McAdoo schemed Eli to throw nothing but short passes when Eli was a deep ball passer. He wanted to make Eli Manning a West Coast offense quarterback. That's not who he was. He was a guy who could buy time in the pocket and throw a deep ball. That's Eli. Eli wasn't Peyton. I, I think uh, McAdoo got the branding wrong on the name. He He saw Manning and thought it was Peyton and thought he could run a Peyton Manning style offense. No. Peyton made his money in the short and intermediate range. Eli made his money in the deep ball. Eli became a Hall of Famer because of the deep ball. That's something Peyton never really possessed. Well, when you look at this Giants team now, and unfortunately this is not getting any better for them, (laughs) they got to play Miami next. Oh, Miami and Buffalo on the road. They're they're facing Tua next. Miami and Buffalo on the freaking road. Yeah, Are the Giants finished in your book? Or is the Giants At this yep, point, and I'm glad. Finished. Yep, and I'm glad. You're wow. From a, oh no, I want the Giants to be the number one pick. They're not winning no. That means they're going to get Caleb year. Williams. The, the Jets might want to get Caleb Williams. Who knows if they play so good? Next. Then maybe we get good. Then maybe we could trade with one of you people that want the quarterback. I don't want the quarterback. I I I am committed for better or for worse, for richer or for poorer, for wins or for losses. I am committed to Daniel Jones. Why is every other or at least another two to three years? Why is every quarterback wherever else they go in the draft that's not a New York team, other than Buffalo, of course, they pan out well? Well, they come to New York, they don't. I still don't think Jones is going to pan out bad. He's got a bad offensive line, but right now, I don't Zach, know what it is. Zach Wilson doesn't have a great O line either. Zach Wilson's O line ain't that great either. Better a little bit than the Giants. At least they give him time. Just Zach takes too much time. At and least Zach has some skill players. Yeah. But That's he the doesn't though. Zach utilize them. He doesn't utilize them. Well, He's he afraid did. to rip he that ball it. down the field when you have He did? No, he isn't afraid. That's the thing. The kid is not afraid to let it rip. And when so he what's holding him back? Rip, so what is holding him back? His coaching? 
even though Hackett's trying to get him to open up a little more and, and throw that deep ball and trust it a little That's more. Zach Wilson really taking bullets because last year he threw his team under the bus. So now yeah. he's overcompensating by taking lots of bullets. No, he, but the fact he that he's taking these he bullets to his team for, for but the fact that he's taking these bullets for that team and he's taking all that media criticism and he's throwing it on his shoulder to get them to get the focus off of the rest of the team to get the focus off of the crap job Nathaniel Hackett's doing running this offense to get the focus off of the fact that even though the Jets O-line is healthy now and, oh, you're they're supposed to be great when they're healthy, it's still crap. Mekhi Becton looks like he sh- should still be on the injured list. He's always had problems, unfortunately. Sometimes they questioned if he had the drive to want to wanna, like play the position as well. So. Well, what he – okay, now – I think everybody knows me and knows that I am not a person to judge anybody for smoking marijuana or drinking or anything like that. But when marijuana, it was one one week away, right? One week away from when he could actually smoke and do whatever he wanted. A week away from the NFL draft, Makai Becton was caught with a weed gas mask on with a bunch of smoke coming out of it in a picture on the internet. And we were celebrating because, well, that meant he dropped to the Jets. And now we're hearing questions about his motivation. You know what? Maybe when you had millions of dollars on the line and he decided to smoke and risk it all instead of getting the millions of dollars. Yeah, maybe that could have maybe it's not motivation. Maybe it's uh, intelligence, impulse control. Something's wrong there. Well, he called the drug test. Uh, he called that failed drug test a one-time mistake. This is back when, uh, when he was at the combine, of course. Oh, I'm sure it was a one-time mistake. He'd made a stupid move. Yeah, but... he said it. He said he made a yeah. He made a dumbass move because in two weeks he would have been allowed to legally smoke it where he lived, and it would be able to have been allowed for him to smoke and play in the NFL. I mean, my God, I'm surprised they didn't. The second they legalized marijuana for medicinal, I'm surprised half the league wasn't on it. Look at how many hits they take. They want nothing more than to feel nothing without having to take opioids. And yet, why are we seeing so many injuries in the game? Why are we seeing so many ACL tears and Achilles tendon tears? Because everybody is so focused on building weight and building muscle and making themselves look like Greek Adonises that they've forgotten that athletics require flexibility. Like yoga. When was the last time you heard of uh, offensive linemen? You know, legitimately the most hard position for your legs. Yeah. Tear an ACL or an MCL. That's not that often, is it? Yeah. You know why? Because those guys let themselves have some more, I'd like to say, padding. And also, look at the biggest power lifters in the world, right? Do they all have like 12 pack abs and like perfect pecs and all this other stuff? No. A lot of them are like 400 pounds, but they lift and they're athletic and they'll be faster and stronger than you could ever be. It's called conditioning. Yeah, conditioning and not in terms of making yourself look good. There is a difference between working out and building your body to look good versus working out and building your body to be efficient. When they let CC Sabathia eat the Captain Crunch again, what happened? He's, he's back to being the wipeout pitcher, the great pitcher that he is. The great Bartolo Colon. Well, because Bartolo Colon built the strength up for his sake by throwing coconut, by throwing 
basically balls of coconuts. That's how he built up his arm. He didn't lift weights. He was constantly practicing to throw the baseball as hard as he could against basically any objects. That improved his accuracy, and that's what made him a good strike thrower for so many years and why he had such a long career. And then, of course, alternative methods to stem cell and, and, and et cetera, platelet-rich therapies. Those were things that were really kind of coming into the league to speed up the process. By the way, Aaron Rodgers is trying to do just that, speeding up from his Achilles tendon. He still believes he might come back during the season. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers also believed he was immunized. Yeah, well, look, well, Rodgers is, you know, look taking we all love the idea that. of him being the starter of the Jets. This is the other side of Aaron. This the side that is whimsical, makes no sense, and just, 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 just let him coach Zach Wilson. He says he's well ahead of the normal pro. He was on the Pat McAfee show today, and he said uh, he's well ahead of his normal protocols, and still clings to the belief he can shock the world by returning this season. I'm sure he can. Okay, yeah, I'm sure he, he believes can. in the power of intention. He believes in prayer. I believe in your mental status and the power of will. I believe in making room for the miraculous to happen. Or the words of Aaron Rodgers. Oh, great. Okay. You know, he's allowed to think that way, you know. He, you know. Yeah, until he runs out on the football field, splits his ankle in half, and then he never plays for the Jets again. I hope that does not happen. Someone chain him to a coach's chair and don't allow him to touch an effing thing but a surface pro. He was sitting up. Don't let him box. talk to anyone but Zach Wilson. He was sitting up in the box during the game. He couldn't even be on the field because of his injury. So okay, he went that's up right. Keep him up there. Don't let him on the field. I don't care. I don't care what his doctors tell him. Tell him his doctors are lying. I, I bet you hired. You know what the Jets should do? I don't care. Whatever person, tell them whatever doctors Aaron Rodgers has is lying. And he hired a. They hired a yogi that does darkness retreats and have him consult with Aaron and make him realize that he can't come back this year. Well, right now for the Jets, you better focus on Denver. That's your and also for the kid's sake. Let the kid play the year out. Let's see what you actually have with this kid. Oh, let it be. He's got. You know what? He has weapons. We've always wanted him to have weapons. Now he has them. Well, he didn't have them his entire career here yet. Better you better defeat Denver if you're. Oh, they have to have to. Up next is Philly. If they don't, I I don't even know. You got to play Jalen Hurts. Good luck after that one. Then you got to play the Eagles following that. The Jets have never beaten the Eagles. You know what? Here's the thing. After what we saw with the Jets in Kansas City, there is no such thing as a guaranteed win or a loss for this team anymore. Now I've realized something. It's not who's more or less skilled. It's can the Jets get out of their own heads? Well, that's first. I hope this is the game that finally put Zach, that finally woke Zach Wilson up. And maybe, I really do too. But let, let, let's go to a team that's fast asleep. And a general manager that needs his sleep blanket and possibly uh, a, a, a warmer seat, let's say. Mm-hmm. Oh, because this O line is offensive and oh, that's all that Joe Shane drafted. So we're supposed to have this brand new brand spanking new offensive line that's going to make sure that Daniel Jones doesn't get murdered every time he goes back there. And Daniel Jones has taken the most sacks in the NFL this year by far. Mm-hmm. By far. I don't even think it's close. Mm-hmm. I think he got sacked seven times in game one. 
what, three times it or four times in game two. I think San Fran knocked him around. Actually, no, San Fran, he, he didn't really get knocked down that much in San Fran. And then this. Well, well, the San Fran game, yeah, uh, Daniel Jones was only sacked two times. Okay, I mean. You know. Seven in game one. Mm-hmm. How many in game two? <sighs> game two, let's go all the way back a little bit. Honestly, look, the O-line is very temperamental, it seems like, with this Giants team. They're, temperamental, they're... it's bad, and now it's hurt. Yeah. Now you're starting center and your two starting guards are out. Unfortunately, this is uh, this is unfortunately how the again and also that second week you were playing the Cardinals. I mean, it's not like they had a, uh, it's not like they had a football team you should be scared of as far as. But the, how many times did they sack Daniel Jones? Because okay, they got yeah. to him. All right, got the Cardinals game up right here. Okay, uh, Daniel Jones was sacked three times. Okay, three times. That was it. Five times in weeks two and three. Eighteen times in one and. With, with weeks one and week four combined. Yes. So Daniel Jones has been sacked a total of 23 times in four weeks. Let me repeat that. 23 times in four weeks. That's not normal. I am saying this to give all of you Daniel Jones apologists every chance to be right. But Carl Banks said it best in the radio broadcast. It doesn't matter how well you move the ball. If you could let a receiver run, right o- run wide open in the back of the end zone and give up a pick six from the end zone, your offense is broken and your quarterback isn't playing well. Well, you saw Brian Dable show his frustration. Didn't he throw a surface at Daniel Jones? Oh my God, he was like, uh, he was, he was getting in his face. He, I think he, like, threw I think he threw the him. surface pad at him. Uh, maybe threw it to the ground. I don't know if he threw it at him. I think he threw it to the ground. Just out of frustration. At him, yeah. his direction. Some, all I know was a surface pad no longer functions because of this. Well, you wonder if maybe Brian Dable's <laughs> seeing the writing on the wall. Maybe Daniel Jones is just not good enough. Who knows? I mean, here's the thing. Why are you blaming Daniel Jones so much, Mouth? Here's why. Because whenever Daniel Jones gets pressured, he loses his crap. He loses the ability to think. The one reason I always said that Zach Wilson was better than Daniel Jones Mm -hmm. is because Zach Wilson whether he's pressured or not, he's the same guy. Plays the same way. Mm-hmm. He doesn't let pressure rattle him as much as Daniel Jones does. And when you start getting rattled by pressure, you want to talk about Zach Wilson holding the ball for too long, the king of that, for four years, for three and a half, I'm sorry, for the New York Giants. Because remember, the first little bit of year four wasn't so good. Even though the Giants started 5-1, and it still wasn't that great. Daniel Jones started playing well towards the end of the season and really earned his money there. And then the playoff win. That's where he got his money. 
But yeah. this kid can't make a decision like, if he's pressured. Maybe he let all that money go to his head. Maybe I don't he know. But the kid can't make a friggin' decision if he's pressured at all. Well, that was uh, weren't those some of the things we saw beforehand, like you know the Buccaneers game. We were really criticizing him for missing open receivers. Yeah, no, and now he's not see he's not seeing wide open receivers in the back of the field anymore. He he was last year. I don't know what's happening now. He's turning over the ball at a very alarming rate. I think a maybe very he, alarming rate. I, I think he's checked out. I think he checked out. I don't know he's what it is. He checked out. Either he's checked out or he's scared because the pe- the people that are in charge of protecting him aren't. And also Bellinger hurt. Anthony Thomas hurt. The new center you just drafted. You know the one that sucks hurt. He does. He now he can't get better. The Barkley, other right tackle that you drafted hurt. Everyone's hurt. Yeah, well, At least three to four members of the starting offensive line are hurt. That's why Justin Pugh's back in the practice squad. Hell, Cole Christie, see what he's doing. I don't know. Go. They need to get somebody because this offensive line. Yeah, call Sean O'Hara. He'll come back, right? I think. I think Saquon should stay injured for the sake of his own health. Well, I kind of need Saquon on my fantasy leagues. I can't afford him to go down. I need Saquon needs to live. He won't live behind this offensive line. His career will be over. You know, the Giants with Barkley are 20 and 41 and one with Barkley. Did you know that? In 62 games. Yep. 20 wins, 41 losses and one tie. Well, look at the look at the people that came through to call coach this team after Tom Coughlin arrived. Left. Yeah. McAderp. McAdoo. I don't know why you're calling him McAderp. It's McAdoo. He's a derp. Okay. McAderp. Uh, what was his name? Z- uh, Zimmer. Remember, remember, uh, you remember Zimmer? Oh, no, oh, no, I'm sorry, wrong person. No. Oh, Zimmer passed away. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, wrong dude. No, the guy that drafted Daniel Jones. Ah, uh, I'm gonna go through the. Uh, we'll go through these coaches' names. Oh my goodness! It, I know uh, George, Judge had Jones for a couple of years, but the guy before, has... oh Pat Shermer. Pat Shermer, there that we go. guy. All right, so you've had. Think of who's coached this team: so McAdoo, McAdoo, uh, Joe Judge. Uh, the judge, yeah, Joe Judge, the guy, yeah, Mister. Oh, I give no. No excuses. No excuses. I like my teams to play with discipline. Fired because and of then, undisciplined play. And then Pat Shermer. Who got fired because he was the person that was responsible for Gettleman drafting Daniel Jones because Pat Shermer wanted Daniel Jones so, so bad. So Pat Shermer is the reason we have this disease. And Joe Shane pretty much allowed the disease to have a permanent place to manifest itself. You remember, you remember you had Jason Garrett as your offensive coordinator for a short while? You remember that? Good God. Yeah, look how many. I mean, offers- that's the other thing. How many How many quarterback coaches and offensive coaches did Daniel Jones go through? I mean. Oh, my God. Uh, let's go back to 2020 on that note. Okay, so you had Jason The two Garrett- quarterbacks of this, by the way, the two quarterbacks in this city have had the most inconsistent coaching Bad organizational structure around them. Everything, everything you is have set more up for them to fail because you have moron ownership. And it, moron. Oh, for all of you, for all moron. of you saying, "Oh, but the Maras—they're smart." I want you to look up New York Giants history before 1985. Mm-hmm. Look that up. See how many times the Giants actually went to the playoffs in 20 years. I, I I'm going to give you a clue. You can count it on one hand. 
So if you're going to tell me that the ownership of the Giants is good, well, historically, it's been crap, and it's still owned by the same people. And the Jets are owned by Johnson & Johnson, the only pharmaceutical company to not successfully make a COVID-19 vaccine. Yes. That should tell you all you need to know about the Johnson family. All the vaccine, all the pharmaceuticals had va- have vaccines out now. Johnson and Johnson can't, can't only got the emergency approval for their first dose. Uh, not to mention, not to mention, uh, tens of thousands of plaintiffs have sued that Johnson and Johnson's baby powder and talc products have contained asbestos and caused ovarian cancer and mesothelioma. Lung the cancer. very products of Johnson & Johnson have cancer and carcinogen cancerous-causing ingredients in their baby powder. And then to kill off the rest of the population, the Johnson family just hopes you become Jet fans. Because, boy, this team... Uh, it, Woody this never doesn't cared make it about better. Winning. Woody doesn't care about winning. He's but never by the way, this, this, this feel-good loss doesn't make it better. And by the way, Jet fans, you should be sick and tired of the feel-good loss. How many years have you enjoyed the feel-good loss, John? I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it, okay? It's still a loss. Zach Wilson did have to go apologize to his team. And this isn't Zach Wilson doing great big things. This is Zach Wilson doing what he should be doing. Taking accountability for himself and his own behavior. And he won the the respect of his teammates for doing that, okay? He won the respect of his team. Keep doing it. God bless. You didn't win it yet. No. Make you the postseason, Zach. Zach can play like this. We can win football games. Zach can play Make like the postseason, Zach. Because I'll tell you, if you don't, Salah and Douglas are both out of here. Yeah. But that, to me, and that's how I'll wrap. We can wrap the jet part of this up with this. To me, that's the sweetest, sweetest karma I have ever seen go down in sports. You tried to cover up your Zach Wilson boo-boo by getting an Aaron Rodgers band-aid. Well, the universe just tore that right the hell off. Well, who else was available? Who'd you have? Carson Wentz? You want Carson Wentz on this team? No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. But now, Joe Douglas and Robert Sala both have to do what they were trying to avoid doing last year. Taking the fall along with Wilson. Now the three of them are linked. Hopefully the parachute works. So far, we've had two good games and two bad ones. Yes. With the Giants, Daniel Jones has had three legitimately good quarters. Yeah. Three good quarters. Yeah. Zach Wilson has had at least six. Yeah. He just never could put the finishing... He just can't put that clutch. No, 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 no. Clutch he played game. really bad over the past two weeks before this Chiefs game. He played really bad, but well, the Patriots game was his worst. He still at least had more good quarters than Daniel Jones. Yeah. And by the way, thank you, Zach Wilson, for taking the bullet for the other team in the city, too, and the other quarterback. Daniel Jones should be sending Zach Wilson flowers, chocolate fruit boxes. Maybe he should buy some of Zach's cookies. Let uh let maybe uh Daniel's mom should let Zach meet some of her friends. You know, you should be taking care of this young man because well, he, left, he kept all the heat off you. He left the well, he left the mail lands with Kelsey's mom, so that's a kind of a nice little uh Kelsey's mom has got it going on. I can't believe that's Zach Wilson though. 
That is Zach Wilson. Because he's a nice guy. He's a very friendly guy. Okay? Yes, he's a wholesome boy from BYU that bakes cookies. He's a ladies' man. Ladies' man. What can you? I think? don't think he. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Well, somebody needs to take him on more darkness retreats. Well, maybe Aaron Rodgers will do that. But anyway, look, it's working so far. Anyways, there you have it. The Jets and Giants are where they are right now, both one and three. So the Jets maybe have a little reason to hope. After one game, I maybe you know Zach at least shut some people up that thought he was finished for at least one game. On the other side, you have a quarterback that looks like he's completely quit, sold out. I mean, after all, Brian Dable was pissed at him and threw the and threw the tablet at right on the ground at him after falling in an interception, right? And the screwed up part of it is it's not that Jones didn't run the offense. It's not that Jones didn't move the ball at certain points. It's not that Daniel Jones didn't look really good at certain points. It's that at certain points when it mattered most, Daniel Jones shat the bed. Went like he always has done throughout his giant career. By the way, the New York Giants against teams that were above 500 last year, 0-3. Testament. It's only going to get worse, guys. I Miami hope we get Buffalo. a really good draft pick. Miami and Buffalo. Okay, Miami and Buffalo. The season is over. Definitely. Well, that's going to do it for our football DMB. But you know, stay tuned, guys. We'll have another. We'll have another DMB coming. It's, uh, don't worry. It'll be on a much about more, more football. Huh? More football? Yeah, we can dive into a little more. I mean, look. Are, are... You you told me we were doing football. Oh, we're doing baseball, man. We're going. We're going no. to the. We're going what? To we're going oh, to no, yeah. no. Baseball doesn't exist anymore. Baseball doesn't exist. No, it doesn't. Anymore. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Did you know it's winter time. Did you know that A E T S Jets Jets Jets? Let's go Giants! Did you know that baseball this year compared to a year ago saw uh, attendance go up more? Like how about by ten percent than it did a year ago? That's that's pretty big. So we were all criticizing these new rules baseball was putting in. We thought these rules were going to destroy the game. But I think it's improved the game. Now that you kind of have a year to reflect about it. And right now, you know what? We have a very interesting postseason. I know it's not the same and not having the Yankees and Mets and Red Sox and Cardinals, etc. not in it. But it gives some other teams a chance to maybe – Showcase them. Don't care. Well, I care. I'm a big baseball Why? Because it's October too. But my God, three out of the six teams in the National League playoffs are the Braves, the Phillies, and the Marlins. What do I want to do with this at all? How about one of them beat the Astros? Because I'm tired of talking about Houston. All right, I'm tired of talking. No, no. If you're the Yankees. Okay, maybe this is how I would. Uh, you know what? Maybe, maybe I actually have a little bit of juice to talk postseason. Oh, okay. uh, we need to talk postseason. Come on. Fine. Let's hang up this DMB. Yes. By the way, you can hear us on about a million different platforms. Twenty-three here the... different platforms is the correct yeah. answer. Yes, you can hear us on twenty-three. 23? Yeah, twenty-three. We're on Spotify. We're on Spotify for podcasters. We're on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Bullhorn, Podbay, Listen Notes, Podcast Addict, Verbal, Castro.fm, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Audible, Podline, Podcast, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, and TuneIn. Episodes, rants, digital market battle specials, just like this every week. 
downtown sports and we are for sports come home all right i'm not going to take too long to do an outro here thanks to all the crew for beast it's mouth we're out get to that baseball episode next goodbye <laughs>